0: Welcome to the Transform Your Wealth and Health podcast where experts in wealth, health and fitness help transform your life. Here's your host, Andy Arter. Hi, I'm Andy Arter and we're now on to step 6 of the 10 steps of successful sales, which is framing your pitch. And this is one of the techniques that I've used over a 35-year career of selling to the largest companies in the UK. So, we have a bias to what we're selling there's always going to be an angle that we take you need to be able to pitch your idea or sell your idea to people if you'd rather with your presentation in a certain manner depending on what your competition do depending on what you're good at you're going to want to push and promote certain ideas over others so Oren Claff, in his book Pitch Anything tells us all about framing pitches now he's an absolute excellent guy it's a brilliant book so if you get a chance to get it go and get it or listen to it on audible as i did it's a bestseller and he does a great job of advising the best ways to sell by presenting and persuading essentially creating what he calls framed pitches which include the power frame and the time frame as two of the main ones that he uses in the four standard framed pitches that he has at his disposal so the book culminates in a real life billion dollar i did say billion dollar pitch that he did where he went head to head in presenting against two other much larger companies much more experienced companies than him and he had a disadvantage as well that they had better track records doing this exact thing that he was trying to pitch for so his speech or his pitch to the potential client started by creating a feeling that the larger companies would do a fine job but lack a personal touch they wouldn't create the best ideas they would just be interested in money and present the facts and figures so he looks to use this and our pre programmed cognitive behavior to create a sense of responsibility within his clients So he wants them to do the right thing and he calls upon them to do this. And he calls it his big idea pitch. And he frames this, his presentation towards his strengths and away from his opposition strengths. So he gets the tone right and then switches it to his competitors by saying, and I quote, We are honoured to be competing against two other great firms today. I know each of them could serve you well as they have large teams, multiple offices, and legions of young, energetic researchers and the best paid analysts in the world. And when working a deal, these firms spare no expense to tackle the job. Now, that was his way of saying that his competition were big, bloated corporations with too many people. And were young and inexperienced. And he he basically touched upon their weaknesses. By saying good things about them. Because he overemphasised. That was his framed pitch. That he was actually saying that these people. Would do a job for them. Would be excellent. But would have its issues. And he highlighted the issues. So he wanted them to think upon. It's not the best man that should win. Or the best team. But the best idea. So. That takes all of their stuff, all their good points that they're good at, out of the equation. Because he says, we've got the best idea. And he wanted his clients to have a responsibility. So he put it back upon them that you're going to have all of this on your conscience. You need to do the right thing here. It's the idea that counts, not the way that it's done. These people are just going to treat it as if it's another job. There won't be any heart in it. It'll just be facts and figures and another ordinary job done. He couldn't compete with their size, previous experience or attention to detail but he could speak about ideas, heart and care and attention. They cannot be defined with facts and figures so that was his advantage and they're an emotive issue so if you can touch upon people's heart It's just as well as facts and figures. So you have to ask yourself, what is your frame? How can you best portray yourself against your competition? So let's give you an ordinary everyday, not a billion dollar by the way, (laughs) an ordinary everyday frame. Let's say your opposition are great with their prices but lack reliability. You could say something like, I would buy from XYZ Limited myself if it was just about price but I know most people consider reliability over and above saving a few pounds. I couldn't sleep well knowing that my product was unreliable. I just couldn't. In fact, we've spent extra money, time and effort making it increasingly more and more reliable. So think about your strengths and your competition's weaknesses and frame your pitch to suit your argument. So within that example that I gave you there, you're saying that unreliable products are not worth saving a few pounds on you need to have your name and expertise against the product and you're not happy you wouldn't sleep at night by just cutting corners to get a cheaper price it's really good pitch, really good way of saying that your competition is selling a cheap inferior product that's how you do it in a sentence the bit that really starts it off well Is the fact that you say if everything was just about price then I'd buy from them myself you're basically saying you wouldn't buy from them it's another way of turning that around you wouldn't buy from them because their product is just about price nothing to do with quality and value so I hope that gives you a little insight into framing your pitch it's all about you and your products and the way that you want to sell but think about it first how can I pursue my excellence and try to promote my products up against my competition by saying what mine does against theirs by trickery on the words really. You play on the words and it highlights your strengths and highlights their deficiencies. I hope you enjoyed that episode and until next time start transforming your wealth and health now.